From the KLYT Broadcast Studio, this is ABQ Connect. Your input on today's topic is important to us. Join in the conversation by calling 505-338-5790 or text 505-585-LIVE. ABQ Connect. Happy New Year. Uh, We had a couple of best of broadcasts for the first and the second. And uh, just happy to jump jump on the air, uh, do a brand new show with you today, and want to thank our engineer Jared today. Uh, Jared keeps me in line, made sure I was ready to go on the air. He's a big help, uh, and he makes us sound good on the on the radio. So always always want to give him a shout out. Uh, hey, uh, GFA World is still collecting Christmas gifts with the Christmas Critter Campaign. We've been doing that for weeks, and if you're not familiar with it, let me kind of make this one simple. Uh, go to klyt.fm, click on the banner there. It'll explain everything you need to know about sharing the gospel uh, with uh, with someone uh, in Asia or in Africa. So, um, and and by doing so, you're also uh, basically you're you're getting them a gift, and uh, it's delivered by staff from GFA World. So. You can go to that link on the klyt.fm website or call toll-free 855-513-2127. And um, also want to make sure you know tonight, uh, in the last couple of weeks, there we haven't had a midweek service at Calvary Church, and Pastor Skip is back in the pulpit tonight. So uh, make sure you're there for verse-by-verse Bible teaching. The Expound Study gets underway at 630 we will bring you the, that teaching live at 7 o'clock. And again, thanks to Jared uh, for making that happen tonight. So uh, let's jump right into our content for today. Our first guest, uh, and actually only guest, full, <laughs> full hour today. All right. Um, <laughs> you know what? It's like getting back on that bike. It's been a, a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carla Sontag is in studio with us. Uh, from the New Mexico Business Coalition, go to nmbiz, that's nmbizcoalition.org to find out more. And uh, for those unfamiliar, Carla, let them know uh, what what the New Mexico Business Coalition is. Well, we are very focused on good policy for businesses in New Mexico. We want to see businesses not just survive, but thrive, do well and prosper so they can create jobs and really get our economy moving. And we've got to have good policy for that. So we work around the clock, day in and day out, on trying to get better policies, both legislative and regulatory, anything to do with your business, we're on it. And uh, we have uh, Carla in uh, once a month, typically the first Wednesday of the month. Uh, You know, I'm sure if there was something very urgent that needed to be talked about, we'd get her in here for at least a single single segment. But you can pretty much count on Carla being in here uh, monthly, the first Wednesday of the month. And uh, uh, Carla, before we jump into looking forward to 2024, (coughs) excuse me, let's Let's back up a little bit and uh, look back at 2023, kind of what we walked through and uh, some of the work that the New Mexico Business Coalition did, maybe uh, Better Together New Mexico, if you want to throw that in as well. Uh, what, what are we kind of, what's in the rearview mirror? You know, 
by all accounts, we had a very successful year. It's a tough year. Uh, it's a tough environment for businesses here. And when businesses are facing tough environment, we all are, right? Because you try to go out to eat and uh-huh. sometimes you can't because they don't have staff. The restaurant may be closed. Try to get help in a store and they don't have enough employees. All of this goes back to... Or the gro- I mean, the grocery store. Yes. You know, with what's, with what's going on. I mean, I don't know if you found this, but, you know, we go to the grocery store and we're like, we're like we could have gone out. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, it's crazy. It is. And, you know, it's just, it's sad, but we have created an environment in New Mexico where a lot of people don't want to work. And so they don't have to work. Government's taking care of them. Yeah. I'm all about helping people that need help. Yeah, that's right. Giving a hand up. But... This permanent handout is yeah. not working for us. It's not working for any of us. The system needs to be designed to assist those in current need. Yes. To get them to a place uh, where they are able to help themselves. Exactly. But once they're there, they should be expected to produce like the rest of us. And then your you know, way. there are some people who are going to be in constant need for what, you know, we could figure out the reason uh, and, and rightly so in yeah. constant need of assistance. And, you know, quite honestly, Often, that's where the church uh, has kind of let go of some stuff that it needs to pick back up and has. Uh, yes. You know, there was, uh, we're not going to review again uh, the work done uh, in the body of Christ, including at Calvary Church this last week, but or this last year. But, you know, we've, we have seen an uptick in some yes. of that. Um, but, uh, but yes, back to what you're saying, uh, you know, the, 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 hand ups that are available through government entities. Um, they're, they're not meant to be long-term. That's right. And, you know, we just got a new estimate. I, this is just amazing to me. But in New Mexico, someone who does not want to work, if they take advantage of every type of government aid for a family of four, can make over $91,000 a year. Say that again. Okay. So a person or a fa- if you have a family of four... And the people, the adults, don't care to work and provide for the family if they take advantage of every single opportunity that government gives for handouts in the state of New Mexico, they can make over $91,000 a year. Wow. Who wants, yeah, to answer the question I was about to ask, I want to work. Yes. But but it's hard to hear that and think, really? It is because a lot of people that are working are not making that amount of money. And yeah. so then they begin to wonder, well, why am I working? Yeah. I think people that are God-centered know that's our calling. We need to work and provide for ourselves and our family if we are able. There are some among us that are not able, and yeah. I get that. Yeah, and that's where I was going a, a, a little earlier. Okay, so review. Uh, some of the things we walked through in 2023. So what we do in order to pursue good policy, we hold elected officials accountable when they make these decisions to give people $91,000 a year to not work when they are able-bodied and able to work. Then we talk about that and we will um, bring that up publicly and have those discussions. We'll do it during the legislative session, but we'll do it around the clock, around the year. There's other things that we're doing all the time, our calls to action. Many of you have seen them. If you've not, 
you can sign up to get our emails at nmbizcoalition.org. We send those out to alert you when there is a issue that you need to be aware of, not just during the legislative session, uh, but we do that a lot around the clock, around the years, so that you can be involved. It takes about 30 seconds for you to send an email because it's automatically programmed to go to the decision maker. I've done it on the show. Yes. Right? Uh, it, and it's, it was that easy. Right. And what, what Carla is saying, yes. Yeah. And then we've got a new feature, too, that we'll be employing more where we can automatically connect you to the office of the decision maker. Can't guarantee that they're going to be there and answer your call, but you can leave a message. And so that takes about a minute to two minutes. We give you talking points where you know what the issues are and you've got the facts documented in front of you. And you can leave a really good message for these people. It makes a big difference when you get involved. People sometimes think it doesn't. I guarantee you it does. They have discussions during legislative meetings, in session, out of session, about how many emails they're getting on topic. Wow. Yeah. So it does make a difference if you do that. Even if you think you're just another number, another counted email, it makes a difference because they're hearing from you. Yeah. I mean, didn't you have an example like last year where, I mean, when we were talking about one vote? Right. Yes. It, it, I mean, every uh, every person out there that's uh, uh, following these issues that we're talking, and they're important issues. Uh, you know, we, we talk about uh, all the things that came up in the referendum last year. I mean, right. uh, this listening audience is, is absolutely sensitive to those uh, subjects. And if you want to recap on some of that real quick, feel free. Yes. So Better Together New Mexico is a project of the Business Coalition, and that is our organizing arm. And that is the group that is taking on the referendum project to gather signatures to get those six horrible laws put on the ballot this year in November. We are still working on it. I know that Calvary and many other churches have been very engaged in getting signatures, and it really makes a difference. We have a long ways to go. We have until June to get those signatures. Um, So we encourage you to help any way you can. You can download the forms at Better Together New Mexico, all spelled out, bettertogethernewmexico.org. You can download the forms and do it yourself. Have your neighbors. Just make sure you attest on the back of the page that you're the one that witnessed the signatures. There's an address to send them in to us, um, but we're still working on that because it is critical. There's two election bills, four life-related bills or laws, I should say. They are in effect right now. So a quick question uh, about that. Now, I, I know we have till June, but, you know, we were talking about this, what, long before June yes. uh, last year, and we didn't get there, and the clock is ticking, and the work does need to be done. And I was going to the um, bettertogethernewmexico.org website where you can click on Not My or Not My Kid Petitions and then click on the Referendum Project Overview does it show anywhere on there, uh, do we have any counties that were done there? We've got it. We do have some counties that have completed their goal, and they're still working. So the goal was 10% of the number of registered voters in the county. And some counties have already exceeded that, but they can make up the difference for others. Oh, they can. So, yeah. And so they're still pushing. Um, where we're very much lacking is Bernalillo and Doniana. The well, two largest counties. Imagine that. I mean, it kind of goes with, uh, yeah, it kind of, I mean, 
rural as opposed to metropolitan typically goes along party lines. Right. And the and and the issues on the referendum also to a certain extent because we talked last year too about some of those things on the referendum uh there's plenty uh, of people more on the left uh that these are sensitive issues to them they have you know the the same family values uh that this listening audience has uh so yeah it's not it's not necessarily well clearly. that's true now the business coalition better together are both nonpartisan. yeah but let's call it what it is yeah. they're it did fall along party lines. There were not um, only a couple of Republicans that voted for a couple of those bills. Yeah, There were only a few Democrats that voted against those bills. So primarily, that's what you're seeing. And, and we believe that the Democrats do have the same family values. So then we question... Why would you support that type of legislation that is so detrimental yeah. to our family or legislator? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get to that uh, uh, as we move through today's show. And you know, let me let me reemphasize the reason for covering this kind of content uh, is as the body of Christ, as Christians that are listening to the station, which is primarily who listens. Um, it's our opportunity uh, to be active uh, in our community and. Uh, since we're given the freedom uh, to vote and uh, to have our voice heard, uh, it's an opportunity to better our community uh, and and uh, hold up those values that are so important to us that come from the Word of God. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to look forward to uh, the upcoming legislative uh, session uh, and more of uh, what we could be experiencing in 2024 and be prepared for. A forecast is on the way. We'll get to it after the break on ABQ Connect. All right. Hey, if you didn't hear at the top of the show, uh, there's a, a service at Calvary Church tonight. Uh, over the holidays, uh, some of the midweek services were canceled and and that is not the case. There is a service tonight. The Expound Study gets underway at 6.30 at 4001 Osuna Road Northeast. And uh, if you want to find out more, go to calvarynm.church. If for some reason you can't make it by, at 7 o'clock tonight, we will be airing that service live. Also want to remind you, uh, Lenya Heitzig and Sheology are preparing for their next study Thin Places. It's happening uh, Tuesday, January 16th at 630. Uh, and uh, that study runs for several weeks. Uh, but ladies, you can come out as early as 530 for other activities uh, at Calvary Church in Albuquerque, Osuna, west of Jefferson. And bring a friend uh, to the Sopo, the, the coffee shop, as early as 530. Enjoy some DIY projects and free drip coffee. Uh, now, worship and teaching get underway at 6.30 on January 16th, the first night of the new study, Thin Places, with Lenya Heitzig. And uh, that's followed by a life-giving time called Worship and Wonder. Uh, you're going to love this time of experiencing God's glory through uh, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Registration and child care information available at sheology.org. Uh, we are spending the full hour today with Carla Sontag uh, with the uh, New Mexico Business Coalition. We started the broadcast talking about some of the things covered last year uh, by this nonprofit or organization that also oversees Better Together 
New Mexico, one of their projects that includes uh, the referendum project uh, we've talked a lot about over the last year or so. Uh, but uh, going to spend some time today, Carla, talking about uh, the upcoming legislative session. And it is, uh, what, about two weeks away? Yes, it's coming up like a freight train. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is that a Tuesday it starts? Tuesday, the, let me see. Yes, January 16th, I believe. <clears throat> okay. That's the date. I think that's a Tuesday. Yeah, uh, January 16th, Tuesday, and then uh, goes through uh, February 15th, uh, Thursday. Uh, and, uh, well, what, what do we have to look forward to? Well, it's a 30-day session, which is nice in a way. It's supposed to be just budget, but it will be far from that. So the governor can put anything that she wants as an approved item. And once she approves... She wouldn't do anything she just wants. Oh, she might. <laughs> okay. Like guns. We'll, we'll see. Okay. Guns have nothing to do with the budget, but she's going to have guns on there. She's going to have paid family medical leave. That's also not a state budgetary issue. Um, but it's certainly going to be an issue for our businesses. So... There's a, a lot that she has decided she will do. And you actually posted the priorities for uh, New Mexico Business Coalition on the website. Yes. So. And they're not necessarily in numeric order. They're all very important. Um, but I will say that the very first one is government balance and power to the people. Mm -hmm. And what we really need to be doing is looking at her use of her executive orders, because I think she's misusing them, and we need the legislature to have that balance where they have a yay or nay on what she's doing with these things. Now, and and some of those powers go back to uh, the pandemic, uh, yes, as as well. Um, and you know, and it's not just our governor; we've seen other governors do it, but it's something that needs to be addressed. Uh, be, you know, and. Whether you agree or disagree, uh, kudos for using the the system that was made available to you that, uh, to a certain extent, let you go down that road. Uh, but uh, we need to block the road. I mean, uh, th that, that's just. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, actually, I mean, it is a misuse of her power because right now she has an executive health order regarding guns. And that's not a health yeah, issue. Yeah. Agreed. No, agreed. Um, and and since we mentioned it, I want, I want, if if you have the the quick answer, I want to make sure the listener has uh, this uh, as a tool for them at uh, better. Oh no, not better together, New Mexico. Uh, NM Biz Coalition uh, is where you've posted um, the items that you know kind of are on, on your radar. If you if is it under the legislative info yes. tab? Okay. Yes, and you'll see the very first thing you can click on is that tab to get to look at our legislative and policy positions. And the reason that we do that, and this will go to all of our legislators as well before the session starts, we'll send them a really nice letter and say, this is what we're looking at that we think is very important. And when you're looking at legislation, we will be looking at how you handle that legislation. What this does, Steve... When they introduce legislation or vote for or against it, we're actually scoring them based on our priority positions. So those scores will go to voters before the election so they can see how 
the legislator is voting in support of business and the state in general or how they're not. Okay, so you mentioned the election that uh, and and talking to listeners as if they're going to participate. Yes, and... you must. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just another reminder, uh, if you're not registered to vote, go get registered to vote. It's not hard to do. Right. You can even do it online now. It's really easy. So it's very important. And Christians are called to do that. Remember, God set up the first government and he asked us to maintain government until he comes back to govern. And Jesus isn't back yet. We're hoping he'll come back, but he's not here yet. We were hoping he'll come back soon. Yes. And we have a confident expectation, hope, that he is returning. He will be Uh, back. He's just not back yet. So in the meantime, (laughs) he's asked us to self-govern. And if we're not the person serving... And whether or not you are a person serving, you should still be voting. Yeah. It's important. And to a certain extent, that is, I mean, that's a service. Oh, absolutely. uh, Participating in being a citizen. Yes. Um, And, you know, know, which, and we're, you know, we're kind of covering some of that uh, in, in the, uh, the current series Skip Heitzig is going through on the weekend. He's going to continue this weekend through Kingdom City. uh, uh, The uh, series that, that talks about, you know, as, as a, Believer in Christ as a child of God, uh, having an influence in the community you're in. Oh, uh, yes. But of course, with the reminder, like you said, that uh, Jesus' kingdom is coming. He's, he's, uh, he'll be here to govern, and and he'll, he'll get us busy in that, too. Uh, but uh, uh, Right, and while we pray that it comes soon, and we pray to him for guidance in our voting, it's important that we do yeah. that. And you can't vote if you're not registered, so please yeah. get registered. So I did mention registration. That's the first part. Yeah, and then the second part is to be educated before you go vote and then to go vote. Right, and we're going to have lots of information that we'll share with you throughout the year. Uh, but the scorecard is really important. People find that uh, pretty amazing. Actually, they take the scorecard with them usually to vote. So they may not be as familiar with who is their representative and who is their senator as some, but they know to take the scorecard with them. And if they see that name on the ballot, then they can see, did they get an A, B, F? So uh, one of the things uh, you talked about uh, as as we prepare for this next legislative session, which goes January 16th through February 15th, uh, is the governor's powers, uh, and you mentioned the gun issue. Uh, there's another, though, uh, uh, one of two things that, you know, the New Mexico Business Coalition is really saying needs to be addressed ASAP. Yeah, and that's the crime issue. And there's several things around that, including bail reform. That's what many people call catch and release. That is what decimated our bail industry because we quit taking bail for people and telling them, well, you know, you can just stay out until your trial. Well, it's not working because we're putting criminals back on the street faster than the officer can get the paperwork finished. Crime has skyrocketed as a result of it, and that's got to be fixed. Um, And then, you know, when the governor talks about gun control and, you know, we're in support of that, In some regards, because one of the things that was introduced was enhanced penalties for someone who takes a gun to a drug deal. Now, a drug deal is illegal in and of itself. Okay, so 
uh, a drug deal, it means if I have concealed carry, I don't need to worry if I'm going to the pharmacy to pick up my prescription. No. We're talking about drug deal. We're talking about illegal, illegal. drug okay. use <laughs> on the streets. Just to clarify. <laughs> Not at the pharmacy. So, <laughs> but, you know, the saddest thing happened. We had a former sheriff, Bill Ream, introduce the legislation that if you take a gun to an illegal drug deal, there will be enhanced penalties when you are prosecuted for the drug deal and having a gun. How about if you take a gun to a felonious, you know, in, 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 to any action that, that's a felon, a felony? Yeah, well, felons aren't supposed to have guns. No, but I mean, if no, what we're saying is a drug deal falls under a felony. Right. Okay. Uh, so maybe you could say, you know, is this kind of like, well, let's see if we can get this one and then maybe we'll expand it? Yes. Okay. Yes. But here's the sad thing. We had a defense attorney that was defending a drug, an illegal drug dealer's right to have a gun because he said that is a dangerous occupation and they need to be armed. And here's the saddest part. The legislatures, the legislators, they listened. they listened and they killed the bill in that committee. So crazy times, isn't it? Yeah. When you started down the defense uh, attorney thing, I, I, I didn't think it was going to go that direction. I, I thought he was going to say he has a right like everyone else to, you know, based on uh, the Bill of Rights uh, to, uh, you know, the Second Amendment to uh, possess a gun. Um the same rights as everyone else. Um, and he he didn't, there wasn't an issue with him having it until he was in the midst of a felony. So up to that right. point, and what was he supposed to do? Throw it away in the middle of the felony? You know, or, or not take it to the but it gets But it gets that ridiculous. It does. It um, does. And this was really targeted to fentanyl. And because, you know, fentanyl is just out of control. Oh, I know. So when you really step it down. They're yeah. saying, don't bring a gun to a fentanyl drug yeah. deal. And you know what? Um, let me say this on the radio. Uh, I know personally uh, more than one law enforcement agent, feet on the ground, who's out there battling this and bringing in bags of, you know, 100,000 pills of fentanyl and putting their lives on the line to help clean up stuff that's going on here. And God bless those men and women that are doing that. Yes. Uh, and I know we've said something similar to that on the air, but you know, when it comes to the fentanyl issue, often I think we talk about the problem uh, and, and in the midst of, as we're dealing with it, uh, and maybe not doing so well uh, higher up the food chain, uh, the feet on the ground uh, are doing such a, an incredible work. Uh, and, and I just want to make sure uh, that I have this opportunity. They're appreciated. Yes, we do appreciate them. The You know, unfortunately, we're not seeing a lot of our officers, police officers in Albuquerque on the streets. And this is a decision of the mayor and the chief of police. But those who are on the streets and even those who are serving back office, they're doing what they can to protect us. Well, there's a couple of of things right off the bat when the legislative session gets underway uh, January 16th and ends on February 15th. uh, The the powers that the government holds that are being misused. Uh, to more make a balance of powers between the branches of government. And then uh, the bail reform, the catch and release 
uh, and the enhanced firearm penalties that we discussed. Uh, that's all. And you can go check it out. It's on the website at nmbizcoalition.org. That's B-I-Z, nmbizcoalition.org. I'm Steve Ryman, and uh, in studio with us is Carla Sontag from the New Mexico Business Coalition. We'll continue uh, after the break on ABQ Connect. Thanks for joining us on ABQ Connect. I'm Steve Ryman, and uh, I want to remind. I'm going to remind you throughout the show because we've been a couple of weeks in holiday, and uh, during Christmas and New Year's, uh, where the midweek service did not happen, but it is happening tonight at Calvary Church. The Expound Study gets underway at 6:30 with Pastor Skip Heitzig, and uh, if you can't make it, we hope you can. But if you can't be uh, in uh, in the sanctuary or Streaming online. Remember, you can tune in to 88.3 FM in Albuquerque. Tonight at 7 o'clock, we'll bring you the message live. Uh, Of course, also airing at 88.1 FM in Las Cruces, which I called a friend down there yesterday. Hey, how's how's the signal? He said, coming in strong, man. Oh, good. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. Uh, And then the 90.7 FM at Cannon Air Force Base near Clovis. uh, And in Portales at 93.5 FM. And, of course, uh, many listeners are logging. Uh, listen, I see the numbers, and people are really finding us streaming at klyt.fm. And uh, I'd be interested to see if uh, some folks from here aren't sharing us with friends elsewhere in the country and the world that are streaming the quality uh, lineup of, of Bible teachers, which, again, you can find that list at klyt.fm. Uh, in the midst of a conversation with... Uh, Carla Sontag from the New Mexico Business Coalition, and uh, we talked a little bit about already the legislative session starting January 16th, just about two weeks away, and then it goes through February 15th, and uh, uh, two of the things high on the list to to deal with uh, uh, the, the powers given to the governor and the misuse of those powers and a balance of powers between the branches of government and bail reform, the catch and release, and other crime-related controls, as well as enhanced firearm penalties. Uh, but uh, the list continues. There's more coming up. Uh, and actually, uh, we're getting reruns here probably this year. Oh, yeah. the Well, and those things that you just talked about should be addressed. We don't anticipate they will be addressed because they don't want to do it. And it's unfortunate because those are top priorities. In addition to giving back police immunity that they took away a few years ago. But what we are going to see this time, they're going to come back with the paid family medical leave. And I know that sounds really good on the surface, but here's how it works. Um, The program they're talking about is 12 weeks paid leave can be extended. 12 weeks is a long time. Yeah. The problem is it is, this is a tax on employers and employees would be mandatory that you have to pay in. They'll have people, if it passes the way that they did it last year, you'll pay in for at least a year before any benefit could be accrued. Then they have this wide array of things that can be used. But your average employee is probably never going to use it. So you're not going to use maternity leave because you and your wife are past that age of having right. a baby. Right. Now, it could be used for bereavement if you lose a family member, and that would be good, but many times you don't need 12 weeks. The problem with it, even though there are those good elements, we looked at 
Oregon and Washington State that has it. Those two programs bankrupted very quickly. Now, if it bankrupts, then what do you do? You come back for higher taxes, and that's what they did. So you're already taxing the employee. You're taxing the employer, and then you run out of money because everybody and their brother is taking advantage of this, even though many people can't, and there you are. Now you've got to increase taxes Okay, uh, yeah. so track with me on this and tell me, is there any relation in this? Okay, I saw, uh, I forget if I, it's probably on my phone, uh, uh, delivered, uh, it delivered a, a story uh, either on Facebook or Instagram uh, about a fully automated McDonald's now in Colorado. Yes. Um, you know, when you make it where an owner can't afford to have employees uh, and they, you know, they want something, well... Uh, uh, you know, this, this computer won't call in say, Oh, they do, you know, yeah, <laughs> they get viruses, <laughs> uh, but, uh, is, is there any relation there where it's like, you yes, know, right. Absolutely. I, I mean, and, and, and when I saw that, uh, my wife and I were talking about it and actually she mentioned, she said, yeah, you know, all those people who said the minimum wage needs to be higher. Uh, well now they don't have, you know, those people at that McDonald's, if, you know, if she was making up a story, but yeah, it could have been true. Uh, you know, that, that push and push for, for higher minimum wage. Now they don't have a job. That's exactly right. So um, Amazon, no, not Amazon. Anyway, we're, we're going to see massive layoffs this year, massive layoffs because of AI and because of uh, the automation. Yeah. Because, That's right. People have pushed. This is a law that would be mandatory on both the employee and the employer. Now, they did exempt smaller employers, but even employees of the smaller employer that's being exempted would be mandatorily taxed for this. So this is a thing, Steve, where the business coalition just takes a stand. Let the employer deal with the employee. Government shouldn't be dictating how that looks. Because what happens if the employer's I mean, uh, not taking care of them? Other than making, go. other than making sure things like we're not hiring uh, people too young to be working, right? You know, I mean, the, you know, the, there are some some areas that have come through legislation like, well, yeah, come on, who's not going to agree with that? Yes, but I, but I agree with what you're saying. Uh, I'm talking day to day issues yeah. about a relationship between an employer and employee, yeah. because employers need to make money to stay in business, but employees, I mean, how many of them have an extra few bucks a month that they want to throw to the government for a tax, many of whom will not be able to use the service anyway. And so it's kind of a catch 22. And this is where I think that relationship between an employer and an employee is paramount to the government coming in and dictating how that relationship should be handled. Okay, so that's one thing that is almost for sure we're going to come back this year. Through, yeah, it will. Okay, through the month of legislation in the Roundhouse, uh, uh, paid family medical leave. That's that's what that topic is. And before we go to a break, uh, do we want to uh, cover the guaranteed basic income? Yeah, can you believe this? So they, what they're doing, they experimented down in Las Cruces, creating a fund where they give a guaranteed amount to people who are not legal residents 
of New Mexico or the United States so that they have steady income. They're not working. They just have this guaranteed What's the basic why? income. What, what, is the, what, what do they say is their why? Well, because they believe that these people need help, and if you help them, they'll be better off. So they did this down in Las Cruces, and guess what? Two things happened. First of all, the people were very happy to get the money, but these are tax dollars that working people paid into the system to give to people who are not working and who are not legal residents in our state. So that, to me, is just wrong. But the other issue is they did a survey, and they found out 70% 70% of the people receiving these this guaranteed basic income are homeowners. Okay, and I just want to, I'm going to throw this out there to make sure, okay, is there any chance that uh, uh, in the questionnaire that got the that data, uh, the people didn't understand what they were asking, you know, do you have a home? Uh, and they, yeah, I go sleep here every day. Uh, oh, no. Or, or it was it was verified that, no, uh, this person who's yes. getting this money uh, is uh, either paying a mortgage or has a tight, you know, has owns a home. Yes, because they they know who they gave the money to, yeah. right? So now these people that said this works so well in Las Cruces, they're like, well, let's do it statewide and let's give people that don't want to work are not legal residents. Let's give them money every month so that they have guaranteed basic income. Now that money's coming out of our pockets, right? Because we're the ones paying the taxes to cover that. So the people that are working to pay their mortgage now have to give more to pay somebody else's mortgage. Do you think people want to really do that in the state? Because I'm not thinking they do. No. (laughs) No. Yeah. Uh, So that is another issue that's going to show up uh, most likely or no, it's showing up. Yeah. So what they did in Las Cruces was not tax dollars. This was a voluntary program that they put together as an experiment, but now they want to take it to the state and that's what they're talking about. And they want to do it during a budgetary session because why we're going to have a $3 billion surplus. We have extra money. Let's divvy it out to people who are not working. Let's use the tax dollars. But we know that is cyclical. Those We're going to have a boomer bust with our oil economy where the surplus is coming from. And eventually it's going to, it's going to go down again, and we're not going to have the surplus. Okay, so if you just tuned in, uh, we're spending the full hour today with Carla Sontag uh, from the New Mexico Business Coalition. And there's a couple of websites I want to make sure you're aware of. Uh, If you listen regularly, you know Carla's on uh, the first Wednesday, typically, of each month. And we mention the website often, nmbizcoalition.org. That's nmbizcoalition.org. Also, uh, Better Together New Mexico. You have to spell that all out. You can't put nm there. That's bettertogethernewmexico.org. And that has a lot of resource information uh, that'll be valuable as we head into uh, 2024. Uh, you can kind of regularly go there and find uh, the information. Um, m- much of what we talk about right here monthly uh, while Carla uh, comes on the broadcast. We're going to take a break and we'll come back with our final segment with Carla Sontag of the New Mexico Business Coalition. It's coming up next on ABQ Connect. So glad to uh, have you along with us on ABQ Connect, and I've done it to each segment so far. I'm going to do it during this segment as well. 
Uh, the service at Calvary Church tonight is game on. Skip is going to be in the pulpit uh, doing the expound study. You'll want to join him for that at 630. Uh, the, the study actually, the, the teaching starts at 7 o'clock, but uh, you, know, you need to get into service bef- you know, before that. So get there at 630 when the worship starts. Uh, and then at 7 o'clock, when, when Skip does get to the pulpit, we'll join that live on the radio if you can't make it into the sanctuary or or view it online. Uh, but, yeah, expound uh, tonight at Calvary Church. And then uh, still time to go by klyt.fm and uh, click on the Christmas Critter campaign with uh, GFA World. Uh, there's all kinds of gifts that are available uh, to give to those in need and uh, affordable gifts uh, that you can give. I mean, we've talked about, uh, you know, a couple of pigs for 65 bucks. I mean, to someone, uh, you know, in, in need that, and then, and then those pigs can create more pigs. And next thing you know, these people have a pig farm. Uh, but uh, uh, other, other gifts though um, include uh, you can send a coat or, uh, a water filter, uh, or, you know, how about this? The Word of God. You know, it's 10 bucks to send uh, a copy of scriptures uh, to someone in their language. Uh, and each gift is delivered by a member of GFA World. Uh, and uh, along with that, of course, uh, uh, the love of Jesus Christ and the gospel. So if you want to find out more, go to klyt.fm, click on the Christmas campaign, the Christmas Critter campaign banner. Uh, or you can call uh, toll-free. That number is 855-513-2127. All right, we got about uh, man, about nine minutes. Uh, Carla Sontag in studio with us from the New Mexico Business Coalition for the full hour. And talking about the legislative uh, session, we mentioned several things that uh, are on the radar, uh, some things that need to be on the radar, and... If you missed any portion of today's show, remember, we'll archive it at abqconnect.online. Uh, but uh, Carla, New Mexico Business Coalition, uh, ready for the challenge? We are ready, and we hope that the listeners are going to be engaged. It's so easy. You can go sign up for our emails at nmbizcoalition.org, and we'll keep you informed as we go through the session about what's important and what needs your attention. You can take action in just a few seconds. But the other thing that we really need to talk about, we've talked about some crazy things that have not happened legislatively and some things that they are considering that are equally crazy, in my opinion. But let's think about this. We need to start looking for more people to serve in the legislature. I'll look, but I'm not running. Well, look, look hard. (laughs) Anybody out there that's interested in running, or if you know somebody, this is the time. You have until March to let people know if you're going to run, you've got to get registered with the Secretary of State, but please do it. Now, Carla, if, if someone's listening who is, you know, maybe they're thinking, you know what, I have the means to, I don't need it for an income. You know, is it, I'm, I'm not looking to be a career politician. Yeah. I want to make change in my community. Uh, someone who's listening is maybe, you know, thinking that to themselves. Uh, they've got the time and they're healthy enough to, uh, you know, to, to do the job. Um, but they really don't know, what do I do? Um, is, is that something the New Mexico Business Coalition can give them some of the education they need? Well, here's, here's what you need to do. Yes, we can give some guidance. We're not 
in the business of recruiting and training candidates, but we do have connections with people that do that. And we want to help because we really need candidates. If you consider and keep in mind, the legislative positions are that's unpaid. You get per diem, but it's an unpaid position. You mean in the roundhouse? Yeah. Yeah. Did, did, did I just hear city council and mayor, uh, uh, incomes being adjusted uh, elsewhere. I was listening uh, over the, I don't know, the last few days. Is that something that just happened? I think so. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, so some people are paid, some people are not. Legislators are not paid except for per diem. That's to cover costs. Uh, there are some legislators that make a lot of money doing that, but that's another subject. <laughs> what we want to talk about is seriously yeah. finding some good people that have the time and the wherewithal, pray about it. If you feel led, know that the state needs your leadership because we get these kind of surprising things that happen and shocking things that don't happen because we don't have enough of the right people elected. Now, any legislators off the top of your head that you're aware of that uh, that are retiring, they're going to be leaving uh, their seat, that... Uh, if a listener in their uh, area is listening, uh, they may go, oh. Yes. Actually, there's a, a list of people that are leaving. And one in Albuquerque is Senator Mark Moores. He will not seek re-election. Um, there's four candidates running for that seat right now. But you may be the one. And there are other seats. in. Because keep in mind, every senator... Every state representative is up for election, and this is important. It's critical right now that we get different leadership because some of the leadership that we have going on right now is creating the issues that we have in our state. We need different leadership. So please consider that, and if there is anything at all that we can do to help, then call us. Our office number is 505 836 Four two two three, and we'll do anything that we can to help you truly understand the commitment that you're making, what it means, what it entails, and how to get it done. All right. Well, uh, let's kind of recap. Uh, we we got a couple minutes, Carla. So some folks may have just tuned in and and missed the whole hour. So in thirty seconds, can you do? No. I'm... <laughs> Uh, But no, let's talk, you know, remind people when the legislative session is, some things uh, that are on the radar to uh, that really should be addressed um, uh, that, you know, kind of coming in from last year uh, and then uh, things that haven't really that need to really be get some attention. uh, And then some of the things we covered, uh, just kind of a recap. Well, Session starts January 16th. The important thing for listeners to do is make sure you're signed up, get emails, get involved. So you get our calls to action. That's at nmbizcoalition.org. You can sign up for free, get the emails, know what's happening, and stay tuned in. If you want to run for office, if you've even considered it, please call us or call somebody and talk to them about that. Time is running short. The reason this is important in the session We need to address crime and safety of our people in the state. That's not being done, and it needs to be done. And then we've got a little bit of government overreach. We've got a governor that is taking advantage of her emergency health orders and shouldn't be. We need a balance of power. 
This all comes back to our elected officials. You can sway that by being engaged and contacting those elected officials, and we make it easy for you to do that. 30 seconds, and you can send an email. Minute, you can call them. We're giving you the direct connect information that you need. So please get involved. Stay engaged because your voice does matter during this session. All right. And again, the phone number to call uh, the, the New Mexico Business Coalition. 505-836-4223. And a reminder, uh, the website's uh, available to you, nmbiz.org. And you can also, uh, that's B-I-Z, N-M-B-I-Z, coalition.org. Coalition. Uh, and the Better Together New Mexico, it's Better Together New Mexico, all spelled out. Uh, .org, and uh, that'll include all the information on the referendum. If you haven't done that yet, you need to read up on it and make sure it's something you want to act on. And I'll tell you, when I when I signed uh, the, the was it six petitions yes. uh, for the, the referendum, I I just went actually down the street. You know, we're not far off Jefferson. We're you know, west of Jefferson on Osuna. And uh, I went up to the Republican um, office up, up the street and uh, uh, what is that? It's the the Republican. Yeah, the st- I think it's the state party. Yeah, uh, but uh, it's it was right. It's in the Journal Center. Right. Uh, went up there. Took me five minutes, um, and uh, I can get a lot accomplished. Uh, you know, if it, and you can do like you said, Carla. You can do it online. But if, if that's an intimidation to you and, you you know, you want the old school way, to, that's what I did. Yes. And I met, well, some, I, I met some nice people. You can also go on our website at bettertogethernewmexico.org and we will tell you permanent signing locations. There are businesses that always have that available. So you may be going there to shop anyway. Yeah. You can sign the petitions. There you go. All right. Well, uh, that was a long 30 seconds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, we want to thank you, Carla Sontag from the New Mexico Business Coalition, for your time. Uh, Join us tomorrow in the 1 o'clock hour on ABQ Connect. Carla, same time next month? I hope so. All right, we'll talk to you then, and thanks for tuning in for ABQ Connect.